Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another season of The Bird Brains, along with my partner, former Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NewJersey.com, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, the world has totally changed since the last time we spoke on this podcast, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Eagles and the changes that are going on, not only within the team, within the NFL, and, of course, uh, our, our country has been thrown for a loop. I just do want to tag Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine before we begin. The Legacy Club is a great way for you to attract the business uh, to your particular business. If you have an interest, please email Ken at JerseyManMagazine.com. So, Mark, another uh, season is upon us, and the Eagles uh, look uh, like a, a little bit of a different team with some surprising roster moves today. Uh, Today, we're going to take a look at the upcoming season, uh, uh, this week's game against the Washington Football Club, which is another indication of how the world has changed and yeah. uh, the roster moves that got the Eagles down to 53. So just off the top, what are your thoughts about what the Eagles did in the off season, and how do you think they look for 2020? Well, first, I mean, this has been an off season like no other, uh, as you mentioned. I mean, um, I've never been, a, and we, it's funny, we, last year at this time, or a little, I mean, you know, a couple of weeks prior to, to today, we would always rip the preseason and say how it's unnecessary, you know, they don't need four preseason games, and we don't need, you know, well, I kind of would like to have seen one, maybe, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Listen, you know as well as I do, there's a difference between practice hitting and game hitting. Exactly. And what well, my fear is, and luckily that they've expanded these these practice rosters. Right. But you know, these guys go into live action with with really no live hitting. You're going to see a tremendous amount of injuries, and you're actually you're already seeing it. The little hitting that people, you know, Von Miller is out for the season. Pretty uh, season. That's a terrible loss for Denver. You know, the Eagles lose Andre Dillard, their starting left yeah. tackle, which which creates a. You know, a, a domino effect within the offensive line. So I have some real concerns about that. Not, yeah, I'm, I mean that's the bad. That's the real bad part. You know, I never like to see any player get hurt. You know, especially a guy like Von, Von Miller, one of the stars of the, of the league. But I think the first. I've always said like the first game of the season, even, and this is prior years, when when teams start stopped caring about preseason and not playing their regulars hardly at all. Um, that first game was kind of like the fifth preseason game I just called because teams just weren't ready and you saw some goofy scores and some upsets and things and then, mm-hmm. and then things, you know, after a few weeks got normal this year, it might take a month. I think we're going to see some sloppy football, some, some, you know, just bad play, you know, mm-hmm. bad offenses because they're not, they haven't done anything. They really haven't done luck. Um, well, what, what normally happens is the offenses take more time because right. there, there's there's more intricacy in the running an offense. The defense mm-hmm. is more reactionary, right? right. You see something, you get go after and hit it. Yeah. So, so that's what takes that. Now, you, you do see some higher scores. Everybody says, well, bet the under if the offenses no. are struggling. But if the offenses are struggling, that can lead to turnovers, which can lead right. to defensive touchdowns, which can lead to higher points, too. And not even so, defensive yeah. touchdowns necessarily, but – a fumble at the ten yard line, the defense recovers, and two plays later, there's an easy t- an easy score or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not sure about the the scores could be you know whatever, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna I just think it's gonna lead to sloppy play, and I really feel for and this is to the Eagles 
advantage, but I feel for teams like the Washington, whatever they call themselves, and the and the New York Giants. Um, my my the, the team that I'm I follow a little bit now because I'm because I live in South Carolina, Carolina Panthers, with brand new coaches, because they they're really behind. They're really yeah. really behind because they're implementing new systems both on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, and without a real preseason or even, a, I mean, training from what I gather, training camps weren't even, they weren't even real this year. I mean, they really, I mean, they started a little late. They didn't get things. They didn't hit. They didn't do much or anything really. Right. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be a weird, yeah. the whole sure year is, is. going to be weird. And, and we'll see, I guess the, the team, the players that kept themselves in the best shape and the coaches that are better coaches will, will succeed. I, I assume. Yeah, well, I want to talk about the Eagles. We talk about the Carolina Panthers and the the uh, astronomical rise by Matt Rule, who goes from Temple to Baylor to the uh, to the Carolina Panthers, and it's just an, an amazing. Uh, and he kind of had his choice. He, I mean, he could he have had the Giants he if, did. if he, he wanted it, and a couple other teams, I think. Let's let's talk about a couple of things. First, the sure. roster moves. Sidney Jones out, second round draft pick wasted. They knew it was a gamble. He had a first round talent coming off an Achilles injury, hampered by a hamstring, and he just he never panned out here. Sharif Miller, a fourth round draft pick, has been waived. Rasul Douglas, who I, I found That's a little bit interesting. And, and they actually even waived uh, Craven LeBlanc and then brought him back in. That was more of a salary move. Richard Rodgers, a tight end who had played for Green Bay and uh, was, was with the Eagles in limited capacity for a couple of years, is back on the roster. Vinnie Curry, a familiar face, is back at defensive end. Jason Peters, who they re-signed to play right guard, now moves to left tackle with the injury to Andre Dillard. And one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in pro football, Josh McCown, 41 <laughs> years old, signed to the practice squad, will not be in Philadelphia, and is going to make $12,000 a week as an insurance policy. That's pretty good work if you can get it. Yeah, I actually, when that happened, I, I texted my old boss at NJ.com and said, hey, wait a minute. If Eagles can sign a quarterback and, he, and, and let him live in Texas, I could still, you know, put me on your practice squad. I, I'm, I'm South Carolina. I'm a little closer, right? I mean, if he can well, play for the team from Texas, can I cover the team from South Carolina? I, well, I'm thinking, you know, I could be a tight end consultant. Uh, there you go. There. I, yeah, I mean, it's just, I could, I could text some. You're not much older than 41, are you? Oh, I'm a lot older than 41. <laughs> anyway, so, so some of those, you know, what do you think about the Jones and Miller waving? Well, what does that say about? One. What does that way say about Howie Rose? Well, I never thought he could draft well, but that's our story. Um, I mean, Jones. All right, let's let's go one at a time. Um, Jones wasn't a bad pick. I mean, people were ripping it now. Yeah, it's easy to rip it now. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, the guy was supposed to be not just a first round pick, but maybe like a top. 15, oh, yeah. 16, pick. you know, he was supposed to go he middle was, first round. Yes, he was projected that before he got hurt. Yeah, now he was not not even, I mean, middle first round, you know, yeah. and maybe even higher. Who knows if some team really liked him. Um, so to get him in the second round when they did, when they, uh, listen, I was still covering the team when they, when they made that pick. I didn't say anything bad about it. I said, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. This could be a very, this could turn out to be a steal. Um, so I can't rip him. For, for, for that, but I, with that said, I might have given him another year. I might have, I might have said, you know what? That's, I was I, thinking I, that too. I'm not there. 
Maybe he just can't play anymore. Maybe the injuries just added up. I don't know. But we'll see. Jacksonville picked him up. So we'll see how he how he pans out there. You know, uh, there's also there's also locker room stuff that comes into yeah, play when you give up sure. a player like that. Maybe he wasn't the kind of guy that they wanted around. You really never know about personality. Right. Um, and again, maybe the injuries. Maybe he didn't work. And again, I'm I'm, I'm I don't know this. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not re- reporting here. I'm I'm speculating. When a player is hurt, you got you know as you, and you know better than I. You got to you have to play through some injuries, you know, and you have to fight back from those injuries. You and, do, but I will. In his defense, it's impossible to fight back from the Achilles, and hamstrings oh, right. are tricky. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you got a hamstring, you got to let it rest, and it's it's, it's difficult. But I think uh, they're tired of him. I think I, I think they just got yes, a little tired of that him. That does hurt. happen. Now he now listen. I'm, I'm going to say this. It would not surprise me in the least if he goes on to have a. He's not going to be a star. I think that's 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 said. But if he if he plays other whatever many years in the in the league and becomes a decent player, I won't be shocked. I mean, he has the ability. We we saw that in in, mm-hmm. in college. Douglas is the one that bothered me more. I thought he was a pretty good player, not a great player, but a solid backup. I always thought they should have put him at safety. Well, he, really was, did, right? he was a big contributor in a defensive backfield that would re- really seems so. seems kind of light. I mean, if you look at their depth chart, they're they're listed. Uh, well, of course, they got Darius Slay, who immediately steps into a starting right. role of Ante Maddox. But then their backups are Craig James, a guy by the name of uh, Nickel Roby Coleman. Yeah, he's and not then, bad. He's and then Craven LeBlanc uh, is is uh, third on the depth chart. So there, there's not a tremendous amount of depth there. And to cut a guy with experience like Rasul Douglas was a little bit surprising. Yeah, like I, I mean, he wasn't fast, and that's why even when they drafted him, I remember I was still around, and I I always thought they should. And he, I, I remember doing a story talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. That you know, I thought his better position would have been safety, where you don't have to, where where you can get away with not being a four you know four four guy. Right. Um, but he but he made plays. He he came up with with some hits, and Carolina claimed him all the way. I mean, he may, I don't think he'll start right away, but he's going to get get a lot of playing time for um, Matt Matt Rowe and the Panthers. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the injuries. And we mentioned that Andre Dillard, who is projected to be the starting left tackle, is out for the year. Um, you know, Jalen Rager, the first round draft choice, is out for the, at least mm-hmm. the first week with a shoulder. And Elshon Jeffrey, they activated, but they don't expect him to play for a week or two. And if you look at the wide receiver depth chart, it's a little bit eye opening if you're talking about your starters are Greg Ward and Deshaun Jackson, followed by JJ Ortega Whiteside, John Hightower. And those are the only wide receivers on the roster. To me, that's a thin group starting out. Yeah, but it is. But then you have Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Again, we'll, we'll both catch more balls at tight end than all the wide receivers will, I think. So I'm not as worried about wide receiver as as a lot of other people. I think, what do you, you think? Know. I was just going to – go ahead and finish your thought on wide no, receiver. No, I'm just saying that the Eagles offense, the, the tight end is like a wide receiver. So yeah. Ertz and Goddard will – Yeah, all of a sudden they woke up and made the tight end a wide receiver. 30 years after I retired. <laughs> right. Well, what, well, let's talk about Jason Peters. Now, I, I, get, I really have to laugh at the NFL PR machine because when it's in the team's best interest to waive the ed, end years of a contract and, and get a player at minimum, that's okay. But when a player has leverage, like Jason Peters, and uh, reportedly wanted more money to move from right guard to left tackle, 
there was a big uh, uproar over it. What, what are your thoughts on not, not only Jason Peters moving to left tackle, but what it does to the depth of the offensive line? I don't want to, this is going to, I'm going to sound like the bad guy again. Jason Peters is my Darren Sproles of this year. I mean, I, I, I asked a, a guy that's still, I won't name names, but I asked an old uh, colleague of mine the other day uh, after this all came out, I said, what's, what's the over under on B, on B, before Peters gets, gets hurt again. And he said, games or quarters. <laughs> I mean, Here's my thing. Is he one of the greatest tackles to play the game? Without a doubt. I mean, you know, if he ever does retire, he'll probably go in the Hall of Fame five years later. But he was out there as a free agent for a long time. Yeah. 31 other teams, most probably half of whom need a, need a tackle. The blind side, baby. If you don't get signed as the blind side left tackle, what, what's going Nobody on? Nobody wanted him. I know. Nobody. What's that tell you? Yeah. Well, he wasn't, here's here's my last thought on Jason Peters. They won the Super Bowl with him on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been that good for three years now, and he's always hurt. He's going to get hurt. I will guarantee you, he will. I'll 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 do something. You tell me what you want me to do. If he plays 16 games this year, <laughs> let me give that some thought. That's, that's an interesting. Great that's talent. an interesting proposition. <laughs> I, I have some kind of an outfit in mind, but uh, okay. But, you know, but, if, you, but if, you, if you look, if you look at the the depth of the offensive line, it's a little bit scary. If you got Peters at left tackle, Samalo at left, of course Jason Kelsey, who's at center. Uh, you know, Matt Pryor is the starting right guard, and Lane Johnson. But backing those guys up, you got Jack Driscoll, Nate Herbig, and Jordan. Malata, who is an unproven quantity. I mean, to me, that's a scary, thin offensive yeah, line. If one very. or two guys go down, we're in trouble. Very thin. And I'm shocked they didn't sign a veteran. And they, they were talking to Glenn, um, you know, decent veteran tackle. Yeah. Um, they still could sign him. Um, see, here's what happens. If you sign a veteran this week, you're paying him for the year. If you sign him after the first game, and he's on a game-by-game basis. Does everything have to come down to dollars with this yep. thing? I mean, these oh, yeah, guys make business. so, so much business. money. But they make so much money. I mean, how about an insurance policy for us? <laughs> hey, hey let, let's talk briefly about linebackers before we go. Again, the Eagles don't believe in drafting no. them. So we go into this season. <laughs> starters are T.J. Edwards, Duke Riley, and Nathan Gary. Come on, give me a break. Gary's not bad, I'll say that. No, no, Gary. I don't mind resume, Gary. But how about the other two guys? I couldn't those, tell you those guys three are special teams. Now, listen, yeah. I love those free agents working their way up to starters because I was one of those right. guys. But it's still a, a scary proposition to go into the NFL with all these great tight ends. I agree. But these guys are your linebackers. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. It's been great being with you again. We'll be back next week to talk about the Eagles opener and the result. For Mark Eckel, I'm Ken Dunnick. Take care, everybody.